0: harvest friends i'm abigail and i'm joined today by Keith and andrew and if you're new to this space we want to use this time to help bring clarity and confidence that you might need to live and share your faith in everyday places of life so that's what this space is all about hey guys hey abigail again?
1: yeah the big three we are all here
0: the big three. See, I, I felt like we needed a name, so maybe yeah. that's what I need to start saying, that we're the big three. I like it. All right, so we have a, um, a cool topic to discuss today. We're going to be talking about thankfulness, which is probably really topical for this time of year. Next week is Thanksgiving, um, so we um, are going to be covering that today, but we do have a couple of announcements for you guys you're listening or watching. First of all, if you're watching us, then you're watching us on YouTube. We now have a YouTube channel, and we will start um, showing all of our podcasts. I guess that's what we call it. I don't even know. Um, All of our shows... This space, whatever it may be, we're going to be doing it on um, on YouTube, but you can still listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, and all the places where you listen to podcasts. So basically, we're just in every possible social media <laughs> outlet now. So yeah. Anyway, so we are there. If you would like to see our faces, then check us out on YouTube. Subscribe so you'll know when the next episode is out. And also, subscribing is good for us. So subscribe to all the things. (laughs) Next, the other thing that we want to talk about yet again, and we promise we won't keep bugging you about this, but we have this thing called SpeakPipe. It's in the show notes of this episode. And if you click on it, you can leave us a voicemail. So any questions that you might have, We would love to answer them. And 2020, one of our biggest goals is going to be that this space is a much more back and forth communication. So that means we need the back and forth. We need you. So if you have anything that we talked about today or in past episodes, and as you're listening or watching us and you think, man, I wish I could just ask them a question, guess what? You can. (laughs) So. All you have to do is check out the link in the show notes or visit us at www.speakpipe.com/slash-into-the-harvest. Leave us a message, one or two minutes. Tell us who you are, where you're from, and then just get into it. And we will we would love to love to hear from you. Sorry. <laughs> okay. So, guys, we are here today talking about thankfulness. Let's just kick it off with what are we thankful for? How are you guys doing? Let's hear. <laughs> let's hear some thankfulness.
1: Yeah, we, we started off. Yeah, I'm, I'm really thankful. Um, so after the race, like I hurt my foot really bad, and then I got bronchitis actually. So i am been waiting out of the game thankful for about, part. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm thankful that I'm coming out of that season that was like okay. a whole month of no activity, and mm. um, the cough was brutal. So uh, I'm also thankful that. Uh you know being in ministry we got to put out newsletters I finally got my newsletters done. Uh I got all the pictures so we just have to finalize that. And lastly I'm thankful for uh, my wife Stephanie she's been she's been doing really good in small ways and uh yeah she's she's got me with a happy heart. So
2: Keith's got the bronchitis. The
1: bronchitis.
0: <laughs> I got bronchitis.
2: <laughs> you <laughs> definitely nobody got did time in for that.
0: our last episode together. If you were listening oh, yeah. friends then you probably heard Keith hacking
1: along, dude. I was trying not to cough the whole episode, it was so brutal. So brutal, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've
0: definitely been there,
2: <laughs> and it just kept building from there, I guess. But, but yeah, I would say, um, Cindy and I were able to visit with some friends on the east coast this past week, and um, very, very thankful for that time. It was a great trip. Uh, one, we got to go together, which in the past our kids have been younger, and so Cindy's really been holding down the, uh, the home fort in, in past years when I've gone on trips. So it was really, I was pretty thankful that she was able to join me on this trip, especially since we connected with a lot of men and women. And Cindy brings a perspective that I definitely don't have. Um, so I was glad she was able to be there with me. Also that our teenage boys survived while we were gone. The house is still here. I don't know how healthy they ate. (laughs) She usually um, keeps them well fed, but they are still alive, so thankful for that. And we actually had a bit of an adventure getting back from the East Coast. There was a snowstorm, so flights were delayed, flights were canceled. We ended up getting out of Philadelphia a day later than we expected. Um, And then on the flight back, I managed to spill an entire cup of hot coffee in my lap oh um but you know what we kept a positive mindset and even (laughs) when i was um scalding myself in very delicate areas um (laughs) i was able to smile and laugh about it so
0: i'm glad (laughs) i'm glad we're talking
2: about thankfulness today because the lord helped me be thankful uh (laughs) earlier this week wow what what about you abigail
0: well, it is this is quite the topic, friends. Um, because it was a little bit of a rough week. and uh, there was one point where I actually checked to see if it was a full moon and it was. <laughs> so that was kind of validating. I don't even know if that's a real thing or not, but
2: it was it this really week, felt yeah. it
0: felt like a full moon. so, so it was. Um, but actually, so this is my favorite time of year. This is November, which is my birthday month, um, and so I'm thankful all the time because uh, this mm. is my month. Uh, I don't know if you <laughs> felt that, if you felt that when it <laughs> switched over from October to November, but whatever good feelings you're feeling, it was because it was the mm. month that Abigail was born. Anyway, <laughs> I love my birthday. I love talking about it and making sure everybody knows about it. It's on the 22nd, just in case you're listening. And it's before the 22nd. I can't remember when this comes out. Anyway, whatever the case, I'll take I'll take late birthday. It's gonna thing. be
2: this this comes out the day before your birthday. <gasps> Fabulous. Yep. So
0: if you're listening to this and it's not yet my birthday, then just you know, quickly, Amazon Prime is very fast. <laughs> just <kidding. laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, no, I love the holidays. I love gearing up for the holidays, so this is definitely prime thankful season. So Great! Thanks for sharing your thankfulness. Um, I feel like maybe that wasn't our best thankful sharing because it was a lot of like humble brags on thankfulness. But well, okay. we talked ab- <laughs> we
2: talked about this though, right? Because last time we did yeah. one on distractions, and it was like super distracting the day of yeah. trying try, just trying to get the technology to work. And uh, so it does seem like anytime we have a themed topic for one of our shows, um, the Lord allows us to live it first before we we talk about it and so maybe that's maybe that's some of what was going on this week i don't i don't really know but it seems to work out that way
1: oh yeah it's very real like we had a episode this episode is about thankfulness and when we were starting off man everything was not going right and uh we had to maintain our christ-like attitude and and a thankful heart because yeah if not this episode was gonna be really hard but we're here we're thankful and uh yeah god is God is still amazing, so.
2: Yeah.
0: Yes, he is. (laughs) Okay. All right. We're going to try to stay on track. I'm so sorry. Um, I'm supposed to be guiding this conversation, so I'm going to try to do that. Okay. So, team, we really need to maybe start off by explaining why thankfulness is important. Maybe give some examples from the Bible um, that help us kind of see why this isn't just you know a cursory like Thanksgiving episode or something. So um, so maybe we get into how, where we see thankfulness in the Bible and why it's so important to us as believers. Uh, so
2: yeah, for sure. So I know we were <laughs> we were all uh, thinking about our favorite passages on thankfulness from Scripture. and Abby's gonna share hers in just a little bit, but it's a great one. Um, so of course I couldn't pick that one because she, she called dibs on it. Fine. Do you want
0: me to go first? No, 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 right. no,
2: no. I've got my backup. My <laughs> little, person, my little no.
0: person was like popping his head in. So I was, uh.
2: Oh yeah. No problem. Trying to, no I didn't problem want to like
0: start talking and then be it fully interrupted by my tiny person.
2: <laughs> That's mm-hmm. okay. So I picked a, a passage out of Psalm 50 and I really like this one because it touches on, what our thankfulness means, not just to us, but but to God, and how it fits in with this whole idea of worship and offering a sacrifice. So in Psalm 50, I'm going to read verses 7 through 15 here. God is speaking, and he says, Hear, O my people, and I will speak. O Israel, I will testify against you. I am God, your God. I do not reprove you for your sacrifices, and your burnt offerings are continually before me. So They were offering the the animal sacrifices that the law of Moses had required them to. And God was saying, well, I'm I'm not upset with you because of that, because you're doing a great job offering animals. But then he goes on to say, I shall take no young bull out of your house, nor male goats out of your folds. For every beast of the forest is mine, the cattle on a thousand hills. I know every bird of the mountains and everything that moves in the field is mine. If I were hungry, I would not tell you, for the world is mine and all it contains. Shall I eat the flesh of bulls or drink the blood of male goats? And so God is just going out of his way to say, in a sense, you're not doing me a favor by offering these animals. This, this, These sacrifices that you're making, they're not for my sake. They were really designed for your sake. And there's nothing that we have to offer God that, that he doesn't already possess, no, no physical object or animal. So he goes on to say in verse 14, offer to God a sacrifice of thanksgiving and pay your vows to the Most High. Call upon me in the day of trouble, I will rescue you and you will honor me. And so I like it because it really highlights that, that when we offer a sacrifice of thanksgiving to God, we're really giving him something that is unique. It's in our power to, to give him in a way that, you know, if you if you give money or you give these physical objects, those aren't things that God can't already get from some other source. But a thankful heart and expressing that in, in a sacrifice of uh, thanksgiving is something that he values and he's looking for. So we can be doing all of the other religious things you know on the on the money and yet that's what they seemed to be doing at that time but there was something at the beginning again it says that uh i will testify against you so god was they were doing the religious stuff but what they did not have was this sacrifice of thanksgiving and um that was what was going to bring god honor so it's one of my favorite reminders from scripture of the importance of of thanksgiving
0: that's a really good one, Andrew. And see, that was that was just as good as the one I have, which I did call dibs on, so <laughs> I'll share it. Um, I called dibs on the obvious one. I'm sure all of you listening are thinking the same one, but the story of the 10 lepers in Luke chapter 17, um, the story probably you are know goes that the uh, these 10 lepers are calling out to Jesus for healing, and so... Um, he tells them to go wash and go see uh, the people in the temple, the priests. And as they start heading off, they notice that they're healed, like before they even get there. And only one of the ten um, stops and comes back and, you know, kind of kneels before the Lord and um, before Jesus. and um, and actually says, thank you. And he says, Who, really? There were ten of you, and the (laughs) only one that came back was a Samaritan, which you probably also know that the Samaritans were kind of foreigners um, to the Jewish people. They were not considered, you know, legit. And so Jesus then says, you know, your faith has made you well. Um, But he really calls out the fact that even though this guy is a foreigner, he's not a Jew, um, the fact that he was thankful, the fact that he came back, and offered thanksgiving to the Lord, um, kind of gave him a lot more credibility. So, it kind of fits in really well with what you were saying, Andrew, in the sense that you know we can follow the rules, you know, so to speak, um, and kind of go through the motions, but without that actual spirit of thanksgiving, um, we're we're really missing a vital aspect of our faith. So, Keith, do you yeah. have any thoughts? What have what have you come up with? Um, I'm excited to hear what
1: you got. I know you guys brought it. We can't be the big three if I don't bring it, you know. And, uh, (laughs) man, but I will say I thought that was unique that Andrew chose a verse from the Old Testament out of Psalm. And then you chose one from the Gospel, specifically from Luke. And I actually got one from the New Testament. So uh, the big three in the Bible are covered, (laughs) too. So I'm actually going to go out of (laughs) 1 Thessalonians. And Paul was encouraging the believers And uh, I think these verses are as practical as they come, but it's verses 16 and 17, and it starts off by saying, rejoice always. So even as we were having uh, technical difficulties and Andrew and Cindy flying and it's going mad, uh, rejoicing always is key. Like You can can choose to have uh, a good attitude towards circumstances. And if Cindy was here, she would always say, uh, have an attitude of gratitude, you know, and I think that's true. But the verse goes on to say, "Pray without ceasing, and everything, give thanks, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus." And it's rare that the Bible goes out of its way to say, "Hey, this is the will of God." But right here, it actually says that, you know, giving thanks and everything is the will of God for your life. So, I uh, mm-hmm. I think that was good, team. Those are those are all good, good encouragements on Thanksgiving. <laughs>
0: Yeah. um, In fact, I wanted to share one last quote um, for you guys. Um, In one of our Harvesters articles that we did uh, probably a month or two ago, and it's the one titled, um, And Everyone Has Heard the Good News. So if you want to go back to that Harvesters article and read the whole thing, it's really crazy. This one guy and his team shared the gospel with everyone in their city of like over 20,000 people. Um, So it's very cool um, interview, but something that he said um, when we asked him the question, you know, what's something that's hard about what you're doing in the harvest and he talked about just discouragement and, you know, some days it's raining or it's cold or you're just not feeling it. <laughs> um, and so he said actually that I would often, so this is the quote I'm quoting now. I would often force myself to give thanks and praise God on the way there and on the way back from sharing the gospel. And it changed my outlook and my attitude and my ability to love people a sacrifice of praise is an antidote to discouragement and weariness. And I just thought that was really good um, and really fitting for what we're talking about. And I think that's really the key. Um, As we kind of go into, you know, why we think this is important, I think we've laid the foundation biblically speaking. But I think just practically as believers, this is so key, what he said, of just that it is truly the antidote um, for discouragement and weariness. So isn't that the best quote?
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's great. I mean, uh, I I think it's, it's so true too, that motivations for becoming a thankful person. I mean, I think most people would like to be thankful, but sometimes we buy into this idea that, well, if things were going better, then I would be thankful as if thankfulness is something that is outside of our control or it's determined by our external circumstances or our situation in life at, at any given moment. But like Keith was saying, um, we're supposed to rejoice always, that God's purpose for us is to be thankful people, not just to have moments of thankfulness, but to to learn how to become thankful people. And, and that's something that um, this gentleman said in his quote, was he would force himself, mm-hmm. going and coming, to... Be thankful and to express that. So motivations for thankfulness really threefold. One is it's important to God, which is kind of the anchor. God actually wants us and calls us to be thankful people, people that do have gratitude and that express that. Uh, secondly, it's it's who we're called to be as people, um, and it's in it's in our control. And third, it is what it does to us. It actually changes and you could say selfishly, it improves your quality of life, that thankful people are just happier people. So the more you can learn how to become a thankful person, the better your own journey in life is going to be. And so, uh, you know, I see that in his quote as well, that it, that he, and I think he was quoting a psalm there where he talks about a sacrifice of praise is an antidote. Yeah, yes,
0: yes. Yeah. So also, it's a double quote. Yes. <laughs> I'm quoting someone <laughs> who's quoting them. <laughs>
2: Nothing wrong with Um that.
0: but absolutely the truth, and I think what you said is so good in this as a reminder that this is something in our control that this isn't just our circumstances coming at us, and we're just at the mercy of whether it's good or bad that we can have this attitude of thankfulness, whether you know we've had a great day or a day that was kind of like the full moon, so <laughs> yeah, um okay, so. As we move forward, let's um, maybe go into more practical ways that we have found to help us be maybe more thankful, um, maybe adding thankfulness into our ministry, into our day-to-day um, personal relationship with Jesus, kind of what that looks like.
1: Yeah, I, um, oh man, I, I gotta admit, I am a Bears fan, and uh It'll be stretched to say, why are we talking about football right now? But I think uh, our attitudes can be contagious. And uh, I think you can see that in the Seattle game, Uh, just to set the stage a little bit. The Seahawks have been playing really well this year, but so have the San Francisco 49ers. They were undefeated. And uh, man, it was a back and forth game. And uh, Russell Wilson is pretty outspoken about his faith and being a believer and following the Lord you know, on a big stage. And so he goes out, and this guy throws an interception at, like, the worst possible time. Yeah. Like, there's oh, yeah. there's not a whole lot of time left in the game, and he throws an interception. And immediately, he runs to the sideline, and you see him, uh, you know, pumping up the guys. Like, hey, it's okay. Like, let's go. Let's get back in the fight. Let's go. And, uh, the circumstances looked like they were going to lose after that, and partly it was his fault, but his attitude was contagious. And I think mm-hmm. uh, he had a thankful heart after throwing the interception and possibly throwing the game away. But if you watch it, of course, they come back. But I think it started there. It started with him choosing to have uh, a good attitude and a thankful attitude towards a bad circumstance. And uh, it ended up um, turning out the way it was supposed to. So I'm not a 49ers or a Seahawks fan, but I, I did notice that. And I admired his, his, uh, his heart towards that.
0: That was the best sports story I maybe have ever heard. That was great.
2: So I've actually got a better one. Oh, man, watch out. Well, I don't know if I oh do or not, gosh. but it's hilarious. I'm going to try to
0: think of something really girly to share after I was, this. I was also
2: going to talk about uh, a sports analogy. Are you Actually, kidding? It's Let's not see. even a Go sports ahead. analogy.
0: Welcome so, to the End of the Harvest Sports Show. <laughs> so there's a Go guy ahead. named
2: Nick Foles who is the quarterback for the Jaguars. He, he became famous because a few years ago he won the Super Bowl, and I'm pretty sure he was the MVP. Yep. But a very outspoken, uh, outspoken Christian and um i think god used him to to lead a mini revival among the philadelphia eagles a few years back so it, i mean it made news it was really interesting but he wasn't the franchise quarterback he was only playing in that super bowl because the lead quarterback had been injured and and so he got this opportunity and it was kind of this magical run where he went all the way to winning the championship um I don't know if it was the next year or two years later, they ended up trading him because they couldn't afford both these quarterbacks. So he goes to the Jaguars this year, and he actually gets injured. So this year he started off, and very early in the season he's knocked out, and now there's a young quarterback who's playing instead of him. And earlier this week he was in a, in a um, meeting with the press and they asked him about this, and they actually brought up his faith. They said, you know, you're a person of faith, but did you ever wonder why God would let this happen, why God would let you get injured? And he spent about a minute and a half just giving praise to God and communicating how he was thankful. And, and he, did not, he didn't see his injury as, as something um, random or accidental or that was outside of God's control, but that God had allowed this situation to happen And his thankfulness, his faith weren't rooted on his circumstances, whether he got injured or not. If God allowed him to get injured, it was because there was some lesson that he was teaching him or that he was doing something he was doing with the team. And the the people who were hearing this uh, in the comments, you know, there were some of them who were actually offended by this, offended by this idea that someone would be foolish enough to be thankful or to have the the mindset that God allowed this to happen and that there was good that could come out of it. And so it struck me that thankfulness is, is one of the most powerful, uh, thankfulness in the midst of difficulty is one of the most powerful witnesses of our faith. That we are people who see beyond this life who see beyond the uh, immediate circumstances that surround us so when people see us going through challenges and yet having a, a thankful attitude a positive mindset a mindset and still seeing God's hand at work in it um, it actually creates this curiosity and maybe even this offense that people will take offense at it so it's it's just a sign to me of how how powerful um thankfulness is and and how much it draws people's attention sometimes many times in a good way but sometimes even as in a negative response like how could you be how could you believe in god who allowed Mm -hmm. you know your husband or your wife to to die in that tragic accident like how, how could you be thankful um and yet that's that's the power of faith and and our understanding that that there is more going on in this life than than what we would immediately think due to circumstances.
0: Yeah, I think that there really is so much um, beauty in being able to take the time to to ask the Lord, especially when we can't see the reason for hardship or the reason for whatever whatever maybe we've been praying for that we haven't seen the answer for, or just all the things that can often keep us from being thankful. and taking the time to really seek him and ask him, you know, what can I be thankful for in this waiting or in this hardship? Um, I don't have a sports story, though. Um, <laughs> <So> <laughs> I do good. have a really a good one, though. Um, and it's also kind of a famous one. But you guys just just go with me on my famous stories <laughs> today. and I've got all the the ones everyone probably already knows. But they're really good reminders. Um, this one is from Corrie Ten Boone, who is a pretty famous um, survivor of the Holocaust, she and her sister Betsy were um, in concentration camp together, and her sister ended up um, dying there, but Mm -hmm. she survived, and she went on to write um, a lot of famous books, and she was a pretty famous speaker, her book The Hiding Place is still one of my all-time favorite books of all time, Um, but one of the stories about her and her sister is that they were reading the first Thessalonians verse about being thankful all the time. And Betsy was like, yeah, I know it's good. (laughs) We're, it was like we're all of our minds were (laughs) seen. And uh, she is kind of, she kind of paints her picture herself negatively in all of her stories, which I really doubt. But in the story, her sister, Betsy, is like, yes, we can do this. And Betsy um, and Corey says, look, I will be thankful most of the time, but you cannot make me thankful for the fleas that we've got in this concentration camp. Like they were just being just, Constantly hounded by this itching and the, these crawling fleas just covering everything. I mean, I don't think we can even comprehend it. Um, and she was um, probably like the rest of us and was like, There's no way I can be thankful for these fleas. But as the week continued, and Betsy persisted and was like, No, we can be thankful for anything. And we're going to be th- thankful for the fleas. Um, as the week persisted, and um, she was doing some knitting, and one of the guards. They needed the guard for something, and the guard refused to enter their room because of the fleas. And so all of a sudden, Corey realized that God was using the fleas to keep them from having the guard's constant um, you know, over oversight. So they were able to have Bible studies and have worship time with other inmates um, without the guards just breathing down their neck because of the fleas. So I, I love that story because it's in the worst possible circumstances. And um, so far in my life, there's never been anything close to um, Holocaust levels. And, or close to a flea infestation. There was the time that everyone got lice and we got a stomach <laughs> bug at the same time. Mm. And I do remember thinking like, this is pretty bad. <laughs> but even in that, um, I remember like being able to laugh about it because I think that if we have um, even a circumstance like Corey, where she thought there's no way I can be thankful for fleas. If we seek the Lord and we ask him, he'll show us something. He'll show us a way that he can use it to either refine our hearts, which I know I need a ton of refining. So usually that's the go-to answer for me is, well, I probably just needed some refining. (laughs) So so I think we can always – just have assurance that even if it's hard for us, we can seek him, and he will help us to be to be more thankful. Um. So, guys, uh, what are some ways that maybe helpful tips that you found that help you to be more thankful? Like, do you have any daily routines to try to help you be thankful? Anything like that? That kind of we can give advice to our listeners.
2: So, so one of mine is to spend time in prayer. And during that time of prayer, to to really make sure that I dedicate a portion of that time to thanking God and acknowledging Him, I also uh, oftentimes go on prayer walks outdoors because there's something about being outside for me that enables me to have more perspective. If I'm if I'm in a man-made um, place. I don't know. It's just there's something about getting outside and seeing the 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 scale of creation, the beauty of creation. It actually helps me be more thankful to have a, a better spirit of gratitude. And then if I'm consciously praying through and cataloging the things that I'm grateful for, whether they're relationships, um, whether they're circumstances, ways that I see God's hand at work in my life. Um, I start there, and and that enables me to move towards some of the more difficult things that I might be facing. Some of the things that I'm, um, that I don't see the perspective on, because I think that's, you know, so so your story about Corey Ten Boom, she had that week between her sister yeah. challenging her and her getting the light bulb insight into oh that's that's why we can be thankful for the fleas. And so sometimes we're in that. In between period, we're, we're in that week that that Cory Ten Boom was in, where she she sees the thing that she doesn't like that as she wishes wasn't true, but she doesn't yet see the benefit of it. And honestly, I think that there are some things in life that we're never going to see the benefit of. And so to be to be thankful for those things requires that we see all the other areas of life where God is demonstrating His goodness. And his his kindness towards us and then we make a calculated gamble or we make a decision that we can trust God that even if we don't understand how to be thankful or why we should be thankful about this circumstance that we're going through um, we see that we can trust God's character and that it's not accidental um, and it's an act of faith to be thankful for those circumstances that we don't yet see the benefit of or, or how, it, how it all comes together. But for me, being outside, praying, and starting with the things that do make sense to me, where I do see God's goodness, but then continuing into the areas where I'm stretched and challenged um, really helps me have that perspective. So that's, that's a tip that has helped me.
1: That's solid, Andrew. And uh, Abby, I actually had never heard that story. So I appreciate you sharing it because that was the first time for me hearing that. Um, But thinking of quotes, um, I don't—me personally, I haven't come up with too many quotes. I just—that's not my gifting. But one that I think that God really brought to me, and it has been uh, a cool reminder, Uh, it's—the quote goes, I'm thankful for any circumstance— good or bad, that forces me to pray. Uh, I don't know how it came together, but I think God has shown me how good that can be. So when things go astray or when something happens, at some point the light bulb comes on and it's like, man, God, you're forcing me to pray, you know, like whether it's his goodness and I'm just overwhelmed about what he's doing in my life uh, where I just have to say thank you, like God, there's no way this could happen if it wasn't for you Um, or if it's something really bad, like uh, quick, you know, Flashback to about six months ago, uh, the Strouds had given us a really you know, generous gift to help us go on our honeymoon and, and get married, and me and Steph had paid for a all-expense pass to, uh, to Mexico, and we were all pumped about going. But long story short, we could not go. And uh, finding that out real time the day of was extremely hard, you know, especially because my wife was so pumped up about the trip. But uh, literally the day of the, at the airport day, at the airport, and uh, man, the, the people weren't nice about it. But uh, guess what? God was forcing me to pray, you know. And now mm. being able to look back on that situation uh, when I'm talking to the people because we're still dealing with the situation, trying to get some of the money back, which we haven't gotten any back. Pray for us, guys. But I'm <laughs> able to talk to the representative Gosh. and tell them why I'm able to have, a, 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 hopefully, a Godly perspective on the situation mm-hmm. because God was forcing us to pray. and him and who knows what he was protecting us from. So, uh, yeah, going back to that quote, I'm thankful for any circumstance, good or bad, that forces me to pray.
0: Yeah, and, you know... You know, Andrew, you mentioned that there will be things that we don't ever know why they're here or mm-hmm. why you know they're not even for our good. We do live in a fallen world, so right. <laughs> um, there's right. we're we're going to face hard things. Um, I I know that the times that my husband and I have faced the most heartbreak, and I I can I can see how God has used that. Um, either to help encourage other people in their own heartbreak or just um, further cementing our faith, which is really important. I mean, when you can be completely heartbroken and still, you know, say, you're still good, God, you know, those are really, Mm -hmm. those are like moments, those are little guideposts of our lives that I think really solidify and cement our faith. And so it's really important and good to have that. Um, But sometimes, sometimes things are just, not great. And so being able to be, um, with a praising mind, even in that as just, I think takes practice. Um, I, I just, when thinking about practical advice I could give in this portion, the only things I could think of were like my mom things that I do. So it's about to get cheesy, but, um, I, we, this time of year, we have a thankful tree. So I have this like, um, wire tree and I get little, um, paper leaves every year and we put them on the thankful tree but the I leave them on all year so we put them on in November but the thankful leaves are there all the time so we can be remember what we were thankful for so sometimes we need to remember (laughs) and remember the good things that God has done already because I can be very um Uh, quick to forget (laughs) maybe what I was thankful for yesterday. Um, I'm just have moved on to new stuff today and I'm not very thankful. Um, so that is, is a good reminder for me uh, to continue to be thankful for the, the good gifts that the Lord has given. Um, and then the other one is just the fact that in our church every week we do highs and lows. Um, everyone kind of goes around and shares like highs and lows from their from their week, and that has. Oddly enough, really helped me because I've had to think about, well, what were the right. highs of this week? And so that's helped me just think back. And if it's hard to think of something, then I'm like, well, I wonder why. And it's always interesting as well when doing a high and low. I find as we go around the room that everyone tends to like start or they'll sh- be sharing about their low, and then it's almost like they're like talking themselves out of it. Have you ever noticed this? Like yeah. they're like, well, I was really sick, but then they'll they'll say, but man, you know, my wife she made this amazing chicken soup. Like it's like they. Like, when we're doing it together, we just naturally tend to be, like, to find the silver lining because we don't want to be, like, the dead of the group. (laughs) Like, boy, she's a real downer. Um, And not to say there are times when we're really struggling and we need to share that and not have a silver lining. I mean, that has its place. but. There's something about just intentionally sharing those highs and those lows that I feel like thankfulness kind of just comes forth from that. So adding that element, either um, we'll often do it um, at the dinner table, just our family as well, where we'll share the highs and lows of the days, and so that's a little bit more present for our kids because they never remember like one day to the next. <laughs> so, um, but that helps us as well because sometimes I don't remember yesterday because. Today's laundry really just wipes out all of yesterday. So um, I think those have been really helpful to me just to kind of be present and to try to have a positive attitude even when things are rough. And this week, I actually cried on Instagram stories over pillowcases. Um, So if you're not following me on Instagram, like you're really missing out on some like real classic Abigail moments. I just had to – like go ahead and confess it here on this podcast because there are an in, into the harvest people that follow me <laughs> on social media and so just know i'm not a hypocrite like i did find the silver lining about this bullet cases it's a long story but oh, it was man. rough and everyone got to live with it live it with me i try to be very real with <laughs>
1: I missed it. I missed it. This is new. I know. Well,
0: it's okay. It's, it's a tragic, it's a tragic story about pillowcases. It's <laughs> almost in line with the Holocaust, but not.
2: Quite.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. That's <laughs> not. I'm, strike me down. <coughs> Ooh. Sorry about that loud noise. <laughs> um. Okay, guys, I think we have come to the end of this episode on thankfulness. We hope that it helped you. I, if anything, maybe just give you that space. To think about your own life, um, find the areas that you can be thankful for, maybe just give the areas that you're struggling in to the Lord and ask him to help you to have that thankful heart, that sacrifice of praise, Um, Hmm. and we hope that this blesses you today. So don't forget, like us on all of our social medias, subscribe, um, leave us a voicemail, (laughs) there's so many ways. But guys... Thanks for this great conversation.
2: It's always a blast. All right, Abby, thanks. We'll yeah, talk to you later. next time. Bye. Thanks for being part of our community. If you find this podcast valuable, there are many ways you can support it. You can review it on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you happen to listen to it. You can share it on social media with your friends, or you can support it directly by visiting our website, intotheharvest.org, clicking on the donate link and becoming a monthly giving partner. When you do this, you'll receive a thank you package with some great ITH gear. Thank you for supporting the show and helping our small team make a big difference for Jesus. It's listeners like you that make this ministry possible.